Hello and welcome everyone. It is time to enter the Kumite. Today we will be digging into the return of Kamzat Shimaev. But first, if you enjoyed the content of Granny, make sure to like, share, and subscribe. You can also find us on Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and of course Spotify. So let's get right into it. Kamzat Shimaev is a prospect that I have been excited for for a very long time. He is currently 9-0 and has looked absolutely dominant in all of his outings and has finished every opponent that he's been in there with. He blew up when he took two fights in 10 days and then just a third a month and a half later. This is in the UFC. This doesn't happen in the UFC. He actually broke the record for winning two consecutive fights in the shortest amount of time. Now, another amazing statistic is that in two of those fights, he didn't take a single punch on the highest level of MMA. Not a single punch. And out of all three of those fights, he only took two shots. Completely dominant. Like the most dominant we've ever seen. He has fought in both the welterweight and middleweight division throughout his entire career, and specifically in the UFC. I believe he's going to be staying in the welterweight division, though. This man is huge for welterweight division. If we see him stick around in the welterweight division, whew, welterweights have a problem on their hands. Shortly after, Comzak contracted COVID-19, and his body didn't react well to it. He started to recover, and he had a fight scheduled with Leon Edwards, a huge jump up in a very short amount of time. But that fight fell through three separate times due to him stressing his body during recovery and actually making it worse and extending the negative effects. Shamayev announced his retirement from competition and also shared an image of a bloody sink. The social media posts have since been deleted and he has since walked back that retirement talk and he also blames himself for aggravating the symptoms during a recent visit to Las Vegas. Now he's coming up against Lee Xingliang at UFC 267. Lee is a legit contender in the welterweight division. He is coming off of a KO victory over Santiago Ponzinibbio, who I deem to be, I, I, I hold in very high regard. Um, he is currently 18 and six and has had some ups and downs, particularly struggling with grappling. That being said, I don't think his grappling is bad. It's actually pretty good, but I don't think fighting Kamzat is doing him any favors. So this is the boogeyman of the welterweight division and Lee decided to take that risk. You gotta give him props for that. So let's delve into the wrestling, grappling, and the grappling department is where I think Kamzat will have his biggest advantage. Kamzat has an amazing well of experience as a grappler. Shamayev is a three-time Swedish national champion, gold medal, and also won bronze in Chechnya during his first year out there. And that region is a breeding ground for some of the best wrestlers that the world has ever seen. Lee seems to leave his legs out too much and at times ends up in very squared stances. I see Shamayev being able to easily get a blast double leg if he can safely cover the distance. Now, if Lee is drilling underhooks over everything, then that may change. But many times he tries to go for a sprawl even when a fighter is too deep in and on his legs. I don't see Lee's BJJ being high, high level enough to get any sweeps or reversals from the bottom. I see his best defense for the takedown actually coming from his back being on the cage. If Comzak gets a hold of his leg out in the open, I believe he'll easily be able to get that takedown. However, if Lee has some leverage against the cage, he may be able to utilize an underhook and pivot off, reset the stand-up. I'm not sure if Lee's grappling cardio will hold up in this one. As we saw from his fight with Neil Magny, after that first round of wrestling, Lee was not the same fighter going into the, the second. He ended up fight going the distance in that fight, and props to him, but his movement and power was not the same for the following two rounds. Let's get into the strike, because if Lee has an advantage anywhere, it will be in the stand-up. Kamzat has some decent striking from what we've seen, but I think Lee will be able to use his striking to set up some powerful shots. Lee has gotten to the point to where he is actually fainting effectively, but this is something that is kind of new to his game. In his fight with Ponzinibbio, Lee's variety of feints made it very difficult for Ponzinibbio to close the distance. Lee was fainting every punch in the book. He likes to feint a lot with the hands and then go for that inside leg kick rather than taking the risk to be the first to start letting the hands go. 
they, again, this is something new to his game. I could see Lee actually throwing that right hand into his left hook and landing it on someone like Kamzat, the way that Kamzat fights. But Lee better make sure to be fainting and throwing that uppercut to put it into Kamzat's head. Otherwise, he's just going to dip underneath. He's going to start engaging in the grappling. Even if he doesn't get the takedown, he's nullifying your striking offense. Lee keeps his head off the center line he in, and has developed a habit of moving his head with just about every punch that he throws. This is going to make it hard for Kamzat to land that powerful straight of his. However, we saw from the Kamzat fight that he predicted where Mearshart's head was going to be when he took his head off the center line. It was almost as if Kamzat was waiting for him to try and slip by putting that pressure on him and making him move his head early. If so, that is some crazy reflex time, and that is some high-level striking. Lee has a habit of slipping and rolling punches with his hands all the way down to the side. This worries me. I mean, he's really good at rolling and slipping on punches. He really is. He sometimes uses too big of movements, and you don't want to do that off of, off of a feint, in response to a feint. And you don't want to do that off, you know, all the jab. You want to try to save that big movement for the big punches. He really doesn't have a strong jab or a solid straight. He likes to throw hooks, uppercuts, and overhands, and almost purely so. So that's one thing that worries me for him coming into this one. He's been beaten out before by fighters who utilize those straight punches. As the weasel always says, straight punches beat looping punches. Unless, of course, you make straight punches miss. And that's what Jing Leong banks on. He likes to make the miss and then catch him with those big hooks, those big uppercuts, those big overhands. His uppercut may give Kamzat something to think about, especially if he can time it on one of Kamzat's takedowns. But I've also seen his uppercuts put him in bad situations, like in his fight against Jake Matthews. Matthews caught him clean with a straight when Lee threw out that uppercut. He got knocked out on his feet, but his recovery is insane, man. He has one of the best recovery times I've ever seen on that Tony Ferguson level. And I will say that he likes to feint the uppercut often, so it could go both ways in theory. But yeah, if Kamzat can bait out an uppercut, he can catch him clean with a straight. And if Lee can bait out a straight of Kamzat, he can slip with one of those powerful hooks and inflict some serious damage. Ultimately, though, I'm going to go with Kamzat Shimaev via decision. I think Lee is tough as nails and has a great chin, but I don't see his takedown defense holding up in this one. I will say that Kamzat does not want to take too many risks out there on the feet because Lee has some serious power and has really improved his stand-up game since he's been a part of the UFC. All right, guys, with that, we will wrap up our thoughts on Lee Jingliang versus Kamzat Shimaev. I really do predict for Kamzat to be one of the best to ever do it, but we'll have to see. He does have all the potential in the world and the mindset of a killer. If you enjoyed this video, make sure to like, share, and subscribe. Remember, guys, this is not a sport. You don't play fights.